Welcome to Post Game with Paul Golden, a sports and faith podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly. Thanks for joining us. Today, our guest is professional baseball player John Gant. John has pitched for the Atlanta Braves, St. Louis Cardinals, and Minnesota Twins. This upcoming season, John will be playing in Japan for the Nippon Ham Fighters, originally drafted by the New York Mets. John shares his career path from outstanding high school athlete all the way to the major leagues. This follower of Jesus Christ explains how he deals with adversity and the impact of James 1 on his faith. John will share getting scouted, playing in the major leagues, and being newly married. Be sure to stay tuned to the very end for a fun hit and run with John Gant. Now, here's your host of the Post Game Podcast, Paul Golden. Hey, it's uh, my pleasure to have a very special guest today, John Gant. He's a Major League uh, pitcher, Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, most recently with the Minnesota Twins, but he spent the majority of his career with the St. Louis Cardinals. So, John Gant, thanks for joining uh, Post Game. Absolutely, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. John, tell your story starts in uh, Savannah, Georgia, and then uh, you end up in Florida. Tell us a little bit about your move growing up moving from Georgia down to Florida. Yeah, I was born and raised in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, when I was about 11 or 12 or so, my dad uh, came home, said, uh, hey, we're moving to the Tampa area. So uh, get all your stuff together and uh, we're going to head on down there. So his work took us down there and uh, lived there for probably close to 15 years or so before moving back to Savannah. While you're in Florida, if I don't if I understand correctly, you uh, obviously got into sports. Did you play other sports other than baseball in high school? Yes, I played basketball in high school. Basketball growing up was my favorite sport until I was probably until I got real serious about baseball when I was probably 17, 18. Uh, basketball was always my favorite sport to play and watch and everything. You're a taller player. How tall were you when you uh, were dominating on the basketball court? I was far from dominant, but I was probably six two, six three in in my in my better better basketball days. I was a shooting guard though, so I was a, a taller high school shooting guard. Now, did you get any offers? Did you go to college? Did you have offers out of high school? Tell us your your baseball story. I did not go to college, but I had a few a uh, few offers out of high school. Um, I was committed to. A school called uh, Long Island University, LIU Brooklyn, up there. Uh, the campus was kind of right in the heart of Brooklyn, right next to the Brooklyn Bridge. Still keep in contact with the coach. Uh, he's not the coach there anymore, but it was a fellow named Craig Noto who uh, who recruited me and uh, still kind of keep in touch with him to this day, even though I never even went there. Well, sounds like a great guy and great connection. So you, you yeah, did definitely you did get drafted, and I, and the reason I know this because uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Les Parker, who was a scout with the Mets, is oh, yeah. the scout who uh, found you. Tell us about that story. Uh, yes, uh, Les um, was the first, kind of the first scout to ever really show any interest, and it was an extreme blessing. Definitely, uh, you know, God's plan how the whole thing unfolded no doubt about it just because he he came in came into our house and he shot us extremely straight and was was honest to us and uh you know 
shared his faith with us and, and some things like that, which I would think is pretty atypical for a, for a scout to uh, share with a family, you know, so it was, it was refreshing. He came in with his, are you ready pins? I don't know if you've seen those or not, but uh, I actually have one in my possession. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The, he came in, he gave us all, uh, gave us all a pen and he shared his face with faith with us. And we took it from there. Uh, Les has signed, uh, not only John Gant, but other notables, including Jacob deGrom. In fact, we interviewed Les Parker on a, a post game with Paul Golden episode. So you can look that up. Finding deGrom is the title of it with uh, Les Parker. And you can find out more about the, are you ready pin? So you get drafted by the Mets in 2011. What next? The minor leagues with them? Yep. I spent about five years in the minor leagues with them and uh, made it up to double A. And then they traded me to the Atlanta Braves uh, in 2015, which was the year that they uh, they went to the World Series. So, you know, hopefully that trade, uh, hopefully I was able to bring them a couple players that uh, ended up helping them make a pretty nice playoff push. And they got to the world series that year and weren't able to make it happen. Lost to the Royals, but uh, made it, made it all the way there. Now you told me before the Braves were actually your childhood team, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. They, I grew up a Braves fan and uh, it was really cool to uh, get the opportunity to play for them. Number one. And number two, I, I got to play for the Braves in 2016, which was the last year that they played for Turner field, which was, uh, you know, the stadium that they played for or that they played in when I was a little kid, I grew up watching them play there. And I actually got the opportunity when I was probably eight or so, uh, somebody gave us tickets to a Braves game. So we got to jet on over from Savannah and then watch the game. So, uh, it was cool playing in the stadium that I got to go see them play in when I was a little kid. That's awesome. You made your major league debut, uh, for the Braves, uh, on April 6, 2016. If my, uh, research is correct. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know the exact <laughs> date to be honest with you. What, what was going, if you remember this, do you, you might not remember the date, but do you remember what you're feeling? What were the emotions, family, friends, what tell us a little bit about that. That made I remember I remember being very excited about it. Uh, had some family friends in the stands, no immediate family, but had some some very close family friends in the stands. And uh, I remember that it was very cold. I had sleeves on and I'm a, a no undershirt kind of guy and I had long sleeves on. So that's really saying something. And it was against the Washington Nationals. I remember that. And how did you do that day? Did you start or we come in relief? I came in relief. I don't remember what inning it was, but uh, I, I got three outs, gave up one hit. So pretty clean inning. Uh, not a not an immaculate inning or anything like that, but uh, through a clean inning, went out there and got three outs in a big league game. So it was it was an exciting start. And you, you only spent one year with Atlanta. Is that correct? Yeah, just 2016. Uh, I finished finished 2015 with them, but I was that was only like a month or so to finish out the minor league season. When fast forward, then the next year you end up with St. Louis Cardinals. Is that, was that through a trade, a trade or were you a free agent? No, that was through a trade. The Braves traded me that off season uh, for, it was me and a couple other minor league guys for Jaime Garcia. Yeah. Spent the next five years playing for the Cardinals. 
do you ever talk to like I've met Jaime Garcia before at uh, you know different conferences? Mm-hmm. Have you guys, if your paths ever crossed and talk about, hey, you got traded for me, kind of thing, those kind of conversations? Yeah, actually, for the first time uh, this year at PAO, uh, where you and I met, I uh, walked past him and kind of kind of looked at each other and was like, hey, I know you, but I don't really know you, so. We uh we stopped and chatted for a second. I uh, I was actually wearing a Mexico City jersey, and, and that was kind of the icebreaker. He was like, "Oh, I'm I'm from Mexico, or do you like Mexico City soccer?" And I was actually just wearing it because I thought it was a cool T-shirt, but uh, it broke the ice nonetheless. And we spoke about the trade a little bit, and and that was about it. Really nice little quick conversation, but it was cool to to chat with them and and acknowledge that we were traded for one another and just kind of have that whole conversation. That's great. And Jaime's a brother in Christ as well. So that's kind of a neat, uh, another context to that uh, connection. Now your time in St. Louis, I've never been to a Cardinals game. I've been super impressed with everything I see out of St. Louis, not just as an organization, but a lot of players and coaches that are followers of Christ. What what was it like to be on a a team? It seems to be that it has maybe more than average number of coaches, believers it was really cool uh, that was that was one of the biggest things for me was just the people over there and and uh that was kind of captained by uh, adam wainwright what a what a guy he is and uh you know he's always pulling people to chapel and we always had a full chapel group on sunday and it seemed like every year at pao there was uh, a whole lot of cardinals in attendance so it was it was cool to play for a team where that really seemed like a priority, uh, at least in the locker room amongst the players. You know, we were all brothers in Christ and that hasn't been like that everywhere I've been. So that was a cool experience. Well, that's great. Well, you had you had five good seasons there in uh, St. Louis. Uh, if my numbers are correct, your major league career so far, you have 24 wins, 26 losses, 3.89 ERA and 325 strikeouts. That to me, uh, that's a good career. Definitely need to bump up that win column for sure. <laughs> bump up the wins and uh, knock down the ERA a bit. But as far as I'm concerned, you're doing great. Um, I appreciate it. Last year, so at the end of the season of 2021, you got traded again. And that was, uh, I think it was part of the J.A. Hap trade. That's correct. I think and it was straight up, just me for him. But I, I'm not positive on that. I'm a Yankee fan. So I know J.A. was, Hap was with the Yankees the prior year. and then. Um, kind of shuffled around. So you guys, I think a straight up trade. So you ended the season with uh, uh, the twins. Did you, did, did, are you now a starter a reliever or just depend on what team you're playing for? I finished the year starting for them, but uh, with the most recent uh, activity, uh, signing a contract to go play for the Nippon ham fighters over in Japan, I will be starting over there. I was told. So Excited to go make some starts for them and see what their league is all about. Now, have you played overseas before, either in uh, Dominican League or? Never, man, never. I've barely been out the country, been on a couple cruises, and that was it. So I, I don't know if you count that or not. Uh, barely, barely been out the country. Now, are you excited about that? Kind of nervous? I mean, there's COVID, you know, time zones. Yeah. I'm language. extremely excited. I'm extremely, extremely excited to go over there and. You know, I've had some good buddies go play over there and, and they've had nothing but positive things to say about their league and, and 
how things are run and, and I'm just excited to see it with my own eyes and couldn't be prouder to to be a, a fighter and really excited just to get over there and get the ball rolling with that. We're here with John Gant, uh, Major League Baseball pitcher, soon to be uh, pitching in Japan uh, the, in the 2022 season. He's been with uh, drafted by the Mets, played for the Braves, mostly with the Cardinals and uh, most recently with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, it's kind of transitioned from your your baseball side of it uh, to kind of your family side. You said you grew up in uh, the Georgia area, uh, yes, but uh, most recently uh, you a new addition to the family, and uh, that would be uh, a new bride. So tell us a little bit about uh, that that story. Yeah, I've uh, been been uh, had been dating my wife for about four years, and. Uh, with the whole going to Japan thing, it was a necessity for us to be married. So that was kind of God's whole little, little nudge into the, into the whole deal was, was definitely going to marry her anyway, but uh, it was, uh, it was God's plan to, to kind of push us into that uh, when he did. And we went and tied the knot the day after Christmas and uh, couldn't be happier about it. Hey, congratulations. Well, he had a busy, uh, busy 2021 with uh, the trade to Minnesota and getting Definitely. and getting married. So it's hey, kind of I been see, a whirlwind for sure. And you can have an extended year long, season long honeymoon in uh, Japan. <laughs> Absolutely. What, yeah, we're, we're excited to go over there as a married couple. And hopefully if, uh, if the opportunity presents itself, you know, take our faith over there and share things with uh, with some folks over there. I don't think uh, I don't think Christianity is uh, too high up on the on the percentages list. So maybe we could change that. Yeah, speaking of faith, uh, John, tell us a little bit about your faith story. When when did you become a follower of Jesus? Uh, well, I don't really have an interesting, you know, come to Jesus moment or anything like that. I was I was raised in the faith. Uh was fortunate enough to to have a mother and father who who had me in the church uh, basically from birth and uh you know my dad taught me who Jesus was at a at a very young age so I've always kind of you know felt his presence and and felt uh felt God's presence and and uh, have always kind of had Jesus in consideration uh making everyday decisions and things like that so uh don't really have a you know, a, a testimony really or anything like that, but uh, have have been in the church since a little kid and just just fortunate enough to have a father who's who's always kind of made that a priority in my life. How, how does base or how does your faith impact your career, the way you play, the way you hand, carry yourself? Uh, you know, I kind of I kind of look at at uh, athleticism as my personal athleticism as a way to uh to worship out there you know I, I feel like that's the the tools that god has blessed me with that's uh that's the gift that he's blessed me with if you will so i feel like that's a kind of a, a special way for me to worship out there is to go out there and try my hardest and and just uh, use the gift that he's that he's blessed me with in that way as, as a way of, as a way of worship. You mentioned earlier, like when, when you're with the Cardinals, how the chapel program was important. And a baseball chapel runs different chapels, both in the major league teams and minor league teams. How has the chapel program and other things during the season, I say, strengthen your faith 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the baseball chapel thing is awesome. What what they've got going on and just, you know, preparing a, a way for us to to get a little to get a little worship session in and a little get a little message on Sundays because, you know, having games on Sundays, we can't really go to church. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's it would be impossible for us to go uh, enjoy a, a church service. So for for baseball chapel to to provide that way for us to get a little, a little sermon on Sundays and, you know, have a, have a preacher man such as yourself stand up there and, uh, and just preach to us on Sundays. It's, it's awesome. Can't really put it into words how huge that is. When uh, obviously we all were impacted by COVID and especially baseball with losing kind of the, the 2020 season and, an adjustment to 2021. How did your faith in Christ, I don't say sustain you or get you through an adversity like COVID or an injury or a slump? Um, I would say just, just believing that, uh, that you're in the right place at the right time. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a passage that I really like. I think I brought it up in our, in our small group, uh, at PAO this year uh, from the book of James, that's talking about, you know, consider it pure joy when you have trials and tribulations, because, you know, that's ultimately going to going to bring you closer to Christ if you let it and, and going to make you stronger in the long run. And uh, just uh, just going to add to your faith if if uh, if you're able to see it in that light. Well, that's excellent. That's an excellent perspective, whether you're a baseball player like yourself or <laughs> Uh, a non-athlete like myself. So. Well, hey, no matter who you are uh, and no matter where you live, you've been impacted by the whole COVID deal. So, uh, I mean, that's a that's definitely a trial or a tribulation or or whatever vocabulary word you want to put to it. So uh, I think uh, that little passage from James is applicable to everybody, man. We're all going to have trials and tribulations. So, so that, I mean, everybody can pick that up and run with it. And, and like it said, consider it pure joy. For at least for me, it's easier said than done, right? We know it. We know that's definitely, to, but, definitely um, <laughs> easier said than done. John, for our guests, we usually have like a hit and run. I'll, I'll give you a quick question. You give me your, maybe your initial response or a short answer. So uh, you ready to play hit and run? Fire away, man. All I'm right. ready. Who is your sports hero growing up as a kid? I would say Michael Jordan. Who's the greatest of all time in basketball, Michael Jordan or LeBron? Michael Jordan, no doubt about it. Too, too easy. <laughs> Funniest teammate you've had? Ooh, had some funny ones, but most recently on my mind, I'm going to go with Andrew Kisner, a backup catcher for, for the Cardinals as of late. And he's only a backup on account of Yadier Molina is on the team. That's right. Understand. So he's not getting much playing time, but it does keep the uh, locker room loose. Absolutely. Favorite major league city that you lived in, you know, you played in Atlanta, St. Louis or Minneapolis. I would have to say Atlanta on that just because I was more familiar with it. And and my family was able to come see me a whole lot more. That's a lot of good Southern, uh, good home, Southern cooking too. Definitely. Uh, Favorite road city to visit. Not a home, not your home city, but what was a favorite road uh, trip or stadium? From a city perspective, I like Chicago. I think Chicago is pretty cool. But from a stadium perspective, it's San Francisco for me, no doubt about it. Mm. Favorite place to play, that ballpark is electric. Do you have a least favorite stadium to play in? Tampa was pretty boring. I didn't pitch there, but there was not much atmosphere going on in Tampa whatsoever. I, I can't argue with that. All right, the big question I ask everyone, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's chicken? Chick-fil-A, no doubt about it. (laughs) 
best sports movie of all time. Not baseball, but best sports movie of all time. Okay, I'm going to go with The Legend of Bagger Vance. It's a golf movie. Yeah. Will Smith and Matt Damon. Wow. Interesting. Okay, best baseball movie of all time. I'm going to have to say, uh, I'm going to have to go with The Sandlot on that one. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah, yeah. Classic childhood movie that Sandlot holds a special place in my heart. Hey, a few years ago here in uh, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, the Rail Riders, which is the Yankees AAA, they had a Sandlot night and they invited, I forget the, the actor, but the actor who played Smalls, they invited him back and he was signing autographs and the no Rail kidding. Riders loved it. The players loved it. They got their pictures taken with them, but you know, it's, Dang, it's a that's movie. that's awesome. Movie I, I might've been a little starstruck. <laughs> I might've been a little starstruck by seeing old Smalls. Uh, favorite, you might've mentioned it already, but favorite Bible verse, is it going to go with James or do you have another one? Yeah, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go with that verse of James. I don't know it word by word for word. And I don't know uh, exactly what verse it is. I believe it's chapter four, but uh, or maybe two. But just talking about trials and tribulations and, and considering it pure joy because it uh, just produces more faith. Do you have a favorite Bible character that comes to mind? Like yeah, I like Joseph. Mm. Excellent. I like uh, I like Joseph a lot in Genesis and him and it, when he's reunited with his brothers in Egypt that uh, that always makes me a little emotional you know tugs on the heartstrings because that I mean just what a what an emotional electric moment that must have been for those guys. Yep, I love that verse Genesis fifty twenty. You know what what you intended for evil, God meant for good. I mean, what a great perspective. Absolutely, that's actually I just read that uh, last night, as a matter of fact, in our uh, our little our little nightly Bible reading. My my wife and I are doing a read through the Bible in one year plan. That's uh, what a what a timing for you to bring that up when we just read it. Uh, name, I know a lot of batters have a walk-up song. Do pitchers have like a warm-up song? Like you're coming, you know, you're starting the game or you're warming up. Do you have a favorite like go-to warm-up song? I used the Space Jam song a couple years ago, uh, and uh, I think that was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Well, I figure since you like Michael Jordan, I will give you that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> your go-to late-night stack, you and your new bride are up late watching uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance. What are you guys, what are you eating? Late night snack. I got to go with these pretzels, uh, the nibblers, Snyder's oh, yeah. pretzels, nibblers. I love the nibblers. I eat them with a little little block of cheddar cheese. You know, I have a little cheese with the with the nibbler and just that duo. The, the flavors combining just really does it for me. I'm going to try that. Check that out. Do you have a favorite meal or favorite food? Speaking of food. I really like Mexican food. I, I eat a lot of tacos, a lot of a lot of things like that. If you were not a baseball player, right? Say baseball is never invented, discovered. What what would your dream job be? Ooh, probably doing some sort of manual labor, man. I couldn't sit inside, uh, you know, uh, construction or, or maybe like digging ditches or something on the side of the road. Definitely, definitely couldn't be doing anything indoors. Uh, your favorite hobby? Uh, competing, playing, playing various games. I like ping pong, anything, cornhole, anything with, with some competition. I'm all about it. I thought you were going to say fishing. I know you're big into fishing. I do. I love to fish. Uh, fishing it would, is definitely up there also. Uh, best piece of advice you have ever received? Probably, probably from my dad, just talking about if you're ever going to do something, just do it right. Do it wholeheartedly and try your best at it. Mm, that's good.
Have you, I know you were a national league pitcher, so you probably had some at bats. Have you ever hit a home run in the big leagues? Yes. Yeah, really? Tell me about that. Two, as a matter of fact. Two. Wow. I'm impressed. And those are my only base hits. Really? You had two hits and both were home runs. Yeah, I actually, I had a, uh, like some sort of most played appearances without ever reaching base, some sort of record like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, which is not the kind of record you want to have, <laughs> but, uh, it was, was snapped with a Homer. And then, uh, a couple starts later, I hit another Homer. So I'm all right. I'm all That's right great. with the record. Who, uh, do you remember the pitchers you hit, hit them off of? I do. Do you want me to put them on blast on this spot? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. The first one was Gio Gonzalez. Okay. That's good. For uh, He was pitching for the Nationals at that point. And then uh, uh, Joe Musgrove was uh, pitching for the Pirates at that point in time. Hey, those are good names to be hitting them off of. That's great. Yes, sir. Hey, tell it maybe in closing, is there a funny story? I don't know if it's a locker room story or something happened in the minors or majors that you could share that, you know, you think we, our listeners would enjoy? I don't have a funny story that comes to mind, but uh, some long lasting friendships along the way, just uh, spending time with, with the guys in the minor league was, was incredible. All, all those long bus rides and just kind of grinder style trips that, that uh, you look back on and was like, man, I can't believe we grinded through that. But at the time we had so much fun. It was a blast. And uh, I just cherish those moments. We want to wish you all the best as you and your new uh, new bride head over to Japan for the uh, 2022 season. And uh, best wishes as you continue your career. And uh, thanks for joining us. God bless. Any closing comments? Uh, just thanks, Paul. I really appreciate you having me on. This was fun. I like the rapid fire questions and things like that. Well, good. Well, thanks again, John. Hey, you've been listening to uh, the post game with Paul Golden and uh, John Gant. Thanks again. And uh, God bless. Appreciate you, man. We trust you were encouraged by the conversation with John Gant. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd ask that you subscribe to the Post Game with Paul Golden podcast. This way, you'll never miss an upcoming episode. Share this podcast with that baseball fan you know and tell others about this unique sports and faith podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly. Thank you so much for joining us for Post Game with Paul Golden.